following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this Monday, April 10th, 2023, the day after Easter, the first edition of The Snap, which is just going to be a short, quick, daily pod, not even a pod, I guess, just actually for myself and my own engagement, just to get, to get on the board, because after you, you do weekly shows and then you take a little bit of time off. All of a sudden, you know what? It's like, ah, maybe I'll just punt it into next week. Yeah, next week. So me and my brother, we got on the board a couple of weeks ago when we started talking about all the movement in preseason. And that was the first show that we had done since the week of Super Bowl. So it was like two months in between shows, if not more. And then right after that, it was another two or three week hiatus. So it was like, just killing all the momentum. So I said, shit, how, how do we get on the board here? So I figured, you know what, why don't we just chop it down, just do short individual shows each day, five days a week, and then get my brother, roll him into the show, and we'll do our long-form show like we usually do. But for now, we'll just pick something hot off the presses. It's hot, roasted, it's fire. It's Odell Beckham Jr. He actually just signed yesterday with the Baltimore Ravens of all teams. I mean, I I can't figure it out for the life of me. Uh, Odell Beckham, let's just cut to the chase. Fantastic player. Probably better out of college than many people thought he was going to be. Obviously not the Giants because they loved him. That's why they grabbed him when they did. But... He ended up outkicking his coverage. Was way better than people thought he was going to be. And as a Giant fan, I got to see him. And to be completely honest, in his first couple of years, I literally think that he was good for maybe two to three wins a year. A year. A matter of fact, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, now granted... There have been wide receivers throughout the history of the NFL that have equated to wins. But I think Odell, maybe, you know, it was after Moss's era. I mean, Moss was always good for wins, but OBJ kind of was the... uh, the transition to this modern era of football where... You see tons of value being put into the wide receiver position because they have become so pivotal in success for NFL member clubs. And I, you know, I think that he was the one right there in the early to mid 2000s that I can think of that really equated to wins, right? Uh, You know, Megatron was around that era and everything else, but I mean, Odell was so good in his prime right out of out of LSU. He was fantastic. 
and I got to watch him a bunch as a Giant fan, and I thought he was going to be absolute positive Hall of Famer. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. And then in 2017, he ended up uh, facing injury. He only had four games in that season. Came back the season after that. Wasn't nearly as good. Got 12 games in, and then all of a sudden the trade happened, and it was all downhill for there. I mean, it was just a straight disaster. There you went your career, I'm down. Fucking right in the toilet. I didn't expect that at all. Me either. It's unbelievable. But that's what happened. The, the Cleveland trade ended up being, and at the time, I thought the Cleveland trade was horrific. Horrific for the Giants. And they ended up getting the better end of the deal, which is crazy in hindsight. But Odell got traded to Cleveland, and it just never amounted to anything close to what his career with the Giants ended up being. Now, the first three seasons out of New York, he had 1,300 yards, 1,400 yards, and almost 1,400 yards again. 12 touchdowns, 13 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. I mean, a phenomenal first three seasons. Oh, and he had 101 catches in 16. Before that, he had 96. In his rookie year, he had 91. I mean, across the board, receptions, yardage, touchdown. He was stud. He was a stud. And then the Cleveland trade just killed him, uh, along with all the craziness that ultimately jettisoned him from New York. I, You know... Throwing the kicking net, right? I, I mean, there was just story after story, and it all displayed out on TV. And it's unfortunate because it's one of those careers that you look at and you just scratch your head and you're kind of like, ah, oh, man, what if? So anyway, he, he finally gets saved from Cleveland, which never worked out, when he gets traded to the Rams. And then he gets traded to the Rams and you go, oh, shit, you know, this might be it right here. Because now he's going to move over to McVay's system. And it might just be the perfect fit for him at his age and with his skill set. Right? And what ultimately happens, he has a phenomenal end of the year after the trade with the Rams. Goes into the Super Bowl. Blows his knee out. And the way that was going... Had he not blown his knee out, I don't even think that game was going to be close because I'm of the belief that Odell had a huge impact on that offense, right? Nothing nothing away from Cooper Cup, but Odell really could have been the, uh, the difference maker in that Super Bowl to open it up and make it not the game that it ended up being. Right, but he does blow his knee out, and that game stays close, and then the Rams pulled off ultimately. But um, you know, for Odell, after that knee injury, he loses all of last season. Tries to get into the league toward the end of the year, nothing really materializes out of it, and then this whole off season, he's been trying to catch on with somebody. Ultimately, goes now with the Ravens. So let's talk about this here. I don't fully understand the move, especially for the Ravens. Odell was a great player. He probably could show up in short spurts here and there. I don't think you're ever going to get the performances you did out of him 
14 through 16, right? I mean, he's 30 years old now. He's coming off multiple injuries. He's coming off an ACL, which was his last injury. He would have been fantastic, I think, in with a team that had an offense that was sculpted, already had talent, was already successful, and he could have been an additive piece to that offense. Uh, people were talking about the Cowboys. Sure, right? You got Lamb. Gallup coming off uh, his injury in a full year now, and you throw Beckham in there. He was getting talked about going to the Jets and talking to the Jets. And so if Rodgers ultimately goes to the Jets, still a big question mark there. Who the fuck knows? That's a story that's so long in the tooth. Who cares anymore? I don't even want to hear about it anymore. He either goes or he doesn't. If he doesn't go, then, I, it, you know, the Green Bay situation is a disaster, and the Jets season is a disaster. He's got to go to the Jets for that whole thing, to, or else all three parties, Rodgers, Jets, and the Packers, ultimately just all look like dog shit. And then the Packers have to deal with Rodgers again, unless he retires. And, I, you know, because if he doesn't get traded and he stays, you got to play him. He's better than Jordan Love. I'm sorry, you can't bench him. You would think that he gets he would retire though if he doesn't go to the Jets. But I, I'm not putting any more thought or uh, breath into that topic because at this point it's just old. I'm just bored of it. Just whatever happens, we'll talk about it after the fact. But anyway, Odell was going to go to the Jets, try to add to that offense, which you would imagine with Rodgers, uh, that would have been good, right? So those are the spots that I could have envisioned him having success. Cowboys, Jets. Uh, I, oh, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs would have been a nice little addition there. He wanted a lot of money, scared a lot of people off because people didn't want to give him that kind of contract with the injuries that he had. I, why would you? Uh, but ultimately, he ends up getting 15, from, uh, 15 to a possible 18 one-year deal with the Ravens, which at first you're just kind of like, what? what? <laughs> you're going to give him $18 million? Suck him, motherfucker! But when you think about how the cap works, what ultimately you're going to get out of this deal is you're going to get a one-year deal for $15 million signing bonus, $3 million in uh, you know achievable incentives, and then that'll probably be broken up over a total of five years with four void years added in. Uh, you know, those not familiar with the void year, uh, basically a dummy year because signing bonuses are split, can be split on up to five years. And so when you don't have five years to split them, you throw in dummy years up to the five and then you ultimately evenly split said signing bonus over five years. So instead of doing the $15 million hit, you do it over five years and it's $3 million a year instead, over five years. So, I, and my brother and I have talked about this at nauseam. The salary cap is just fictitious. It exists and there are certain rigid lines to it, but for the most part, you can make the cap do whatever it is that you want it to do. Uh, it, it is not a preventative measure, with the exception of some outlying cases, right? So, 
they give him the 15 mil up to 18. Not a big deal. Gets spread out. The cap number's low. But is that going to be the carrot that brings Lamar Jackson back? Right? And those are the two things you think about. Is this going to get Lamar Jackson back? And if so, is Odell Beckham Jr. going to be the piece in that offense that takes it to the next level? I don't think so. I, I mean, granted, just by his presence there, he probably ends up becoming the best wide receiver in the room. I mean, you know, Beckham, you're going to put in uh, Duvernay, right? Rashad Bateman. I mean, Aguilar, I think, is on that team. I, I mean, come on. I, I mean, it's, you're going to do Mark Andrews, I guess Bateman, and Odell is going to be your one, two, three. Aguilar, Duvernay, you know, in, in backup spots. Not backup, but stat-wise. But is that going to complement Lamar Jackson's offensive production? You know, the thing about Lamar Jackson is when he got drafted, they crafted this entire offense around him. And part of the reason that the contract situation has become what it is is because, A, nobody wants to give anybody a guaranteed contract. The Watson thing, well talked about, but you will not see that again. Uh, Minus a, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, a top tier, I mean, the best quarterback ever type quarterback that just is like, hey, I get my money or else I'm not playing. I don't know, the Chiefs maybe ultimately, you know, meet that with Mahomes, but I doubt Mahomes would put that put a gun to their head like that. So I doubt that would happen. But that would be the case, right? Mahomes, end of the contract, wants a fully guaranteed deal. And the Chiefs, what are they going to do? They, they you'd have to give it to him because it's not Watson. It's fucking Pat Mahomes. But I that wouldn't happen. But Jackson wants it. He's not going to get it. Because they crafted this entire offense around him, and it hasn't worked out. It hasn't been bad, don't get me wrong. They've had some success. Yeah, I, I, he had the MVP here, right? Um, remembering everything correctly? Great. Who cares? You know, put the trophy in your closet, but it doesn't go with any rings. I mean, he just hasn't been successful in the postseason. And... Not to mention, he hasn't finished every season. And last season, didn't finish at all. So, what are we doing here if we give him a fully guaranteed contract? Nothing. It's it, it, You're just putting a ton of risk on the plate. You want to take risk off. You don't want to put it on. So, you bring in Odell Beckham, and... Does that mean he's not going to run as much? Probably not, because that's how the offense is built. The offense is built for him to contribute ground yardage. Odell isn't going to take that away. You know, well, Odell's offense production will mean that Lamar has to run less. No, because that's not the strategy of the offense. Lamar's gift is that he is a dual threat. He can throw the ball, all by not accurately, and he can run the ball. I mean, and that's why Odell, to me, would have fit other teams and offenses better. Ones that threw the ball and didn't have a quarterback 
who had a significant contribution to the run game and was part of the offensive strategy of the team. And again, just more head-scratching out of this move the more you think about it. But obviously, Baltimore thinks that they're going to get something out of them. I get maybe maybe they maybe they want to move on from Lamar anyway, and maybe they want more offensive wide receiver talent, and so maybe that was the goal. Was you know we're going to be moving on from Lamar. This is not going to work out, and so we need Odell in there for the next quarterback that we get, which is not going to be you know a dual threat quarterback. Uh, you know, and that's just me spitballing. I have no clue if that. Well, Rich, you have no clue. If, if, of course, I have no fucking clue. I'm some just fucking dummy in the in a basement in New Jersey. How would I know what the fuck the Baltimore Ravens are thinking? Uh, but I I can't see them uh, going, you know, that route. And as my wife comes home, the dog starts barking, throws off my whole mindset because I'm I'm a weak-minded individual. I I my my I go into holes as I start talking and then all of a sudden they get broken by dogs barking and everything else. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know what the Baltimore Ravens are talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So uh, maybe we'll just wrap it up there. But anyway, so, uh, you know, the point of the snap today here was Odell Beckham gets signed. He's going to go to Baltimore. It's going to be a 15 mil deal up to 18 with 3 million in incentives. It'll get broken out over five years for dummy years. And so that'll end up lowering the cap it. Does it help their offense? Yeah, I guess. Probably more so. I mean, it helps the offense regardless. I don't know if it's going to have an impact of $15 million worth, right, relatively speaking. But they're better today than they were yesterday. I just don't know if it is going to be a, a huge impact for that offense or the key piece that they need. I still think that he would have functioned better in different offenses and become uh, you know, more of a, not a bit part, but more complementary to you know, the alpha dog in the wide receiver room rather than him trying to be that guy at 30 years old coming off of an ACL, right? And that's basically, you know, where we're at there. So anyway, uh, more things coming up. Hopefully that the news starts picking up because we are now about two weeks, I think, away from the NFL draft. And so all you're going to hear about over the next, uh, you know, couple of weeks is going to be draft, 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 which I started looking at today. And, you know... I, it's kind of a unmonumental draft. I think there's going to be a bunch of quarterbacks that go off the board early. That's what they're lined up now. Cardinals, people are talking to them about trying to trade into the third with the quarterbacks that are up there. And you're going to hear a ton of draft coverage over the next two weeks. So hopefully we'll be able to pepper in some uh, you know, different talk other than draft talk. Um, which can get mind-numbing at times. Uh, But if that's what it is, that's what it is. So anyway, uh, today Odell Beckham going to the Ravens. Best of luck to you, buddy. Loved you on the Giants. Uh, Wish your career had turned out better, but maybe you you can end it on a high note here going to Baltimore and finishing up strong. And who knows, maybe you are the key that gets Lamar Jackson to re-sign with the Ravens. Uh, We will find out. But anyway, uh, that's it for Monday. I will talk to you boys and girls and whoever the hell is listening. Laters. Peace. Peace.